Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the podcast to amplify show. I'm really, really excited to introduce you to today's guest. Debbie Murphy is an OBM turned quiz funnel strategist, and she creates quiz league magnets to help coaches increase their connection, clients, and conversions. She's an anti-bro marketer, meaning that she helps you to create funnels that aim to serve your audience instead of just sell to them. And quizzes are the freebies of the future, and she's here to tell you all about them. Welcome to the podcast, Debbie. How are you today? I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about quizzes. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, Debbie's super, super special to me because she has helped me bring my quiz to life. Um, A quiz, yay, which is now live. It's been live for a couple of weeks. So if you haven't taken it and you want to find out what your business podcast personality is, please check it out. I'll include the link in the show notes. But after working with Debbie in her quiz VIP day blueprint, I might have got those words all mixed (laughs) up, but it's a VIP day model. Yes. And after like, what, four, four and a half hours, I had my entire quiz vision mapped out and I was able to just leave that session and go and it was literally plug and play. Like it was amazing. And this quiz has been in my head. It's been a dream for... I would say at least a year, if not 18 months. And I came across Debbie and the rest, as they say, is history. And I I knew I had to invite her on the show to share, first of all, our experience of working together, but for her to share her expertise, because quizzes is it. Former freebie fanatic, like I've got at least 150 PDF. (laughs) I kid you not, on my external hard drive, that alone says it all. I call it the freebie graveyard. We all have one on our desktop. We all opt into them. They seem like a good idea. Oh yeah, that could help me with X, Y, or Z. But you are not downloading that freebie or even looking at it or working through it after you've opted in. So yeah, straight to the uh, freebie graveyard it goes. Yeah. And I think I'm probably a little bit worse because I was downloading them for when? For when? For the future. (laughs) For the future. I mean, to be honest, I did kind of look at a few. I downloaded some Pinterest ones maybe a year ago, (laughs) knowing full well, one day. I don't know if that makes me even worse, but you're right. The freebie graveyard is where these PDF freebies go to die. Yeah. And so I would love it if you could kick off with a little bit more around your story and what you're all about, and then we'll delve into all things quizzes. So over to you. My story, I was actually an OBM, which is an online business manager, as I'm sure you all know. And I was working with multi six and seven figure coaches in the back end of their business, building 
funnel after funnel after funnel. And they were all the same. There were opt-ins for PDF freebies or masterclasses or webinars or live challenges. And I worked with amazing clients. They were an absolute dream. And they gave me so much freedom to the point that I literally taught myself everything I know about funnels and automations through their businesses. And we worked together for 18 months, two years. And it got to a point that it was so monotonous, the work I was doing, because even though it's a different client, a different business, a different offer, the funnel you're creating each time is exactly the same thing. And then we got to September, October last year, where you know, recession things and people started to pivot and change their business. And some of my clients left the online space. Some of them, you know, started brick and mortar businesses instead. And I found myself losing all my retainer clients when I came back from vacation. And I was like, holy crap, what am I going to do? And I just, instead of freaking out like old Debbie would have done, I took a moment and was like, okay, you weren't happy in the work you were doing. So what do you want to do? And I had had a natal chart reading, which I'm not sure if any of you or your audience have had one before. I'm not a woo-woo person or an astrology person, but this reading blew me away. It was so much fire and basically told me that I need more fun and play in my day-to-day and that I also need to use my humor and sarcasm more. So I was like, okay, I need to build a brand around that what do I like to do for fun? Or did I like to do for fun as a kid that I could maybe incorporate into my business? And that's where the quizzes were born because I used to get my magazine subscriptions, which I'm sure you all can relate, (laughs) every week, flip straight to the quizzes. And it was just so much fun. And even thinking back on that, I was like, okay, this was fun to me as a kid, but I'm a techie, right? I love systems, Mm. funnels, automations, all the boring stuff in our businesses that people hate. And I was like, number one, I could do the quiz funnels. I could make them interactive, but I could also have fun in my business and bring that to my clients' businesses. So that's kind of the roundabout story of how I got here from being an unsatisfied OBM to somebody having so much fun on the daily with quiz funnels. I love that. I believe that everything happens for a reason. And so even though coming back from vacation and all these changes with all these clients, Mm. that must have been really, really scary. But I'm sure thinking back, you're probably thinking, ah, that was meant to happen. It's okay. And where I'm supposed to be now. And what I love about you is that you bring the fun into funnels because I am definitely one of those people who I came into the online space I heard the word funnels and my brain just wanted to, I didn't even do any research. It's just one of those words that brings so much trepidation. (laughs) Yeah. And that's because of the bro marketers. Thanks, Chad and Brad and whatever else you want to call them. (laughs) It's like the sleazy, pushy, like salespeople, they've given funnels a bad rep. And with quizzes, we can have so much fun with them. And you were dreading it when we worked together too. You were like, no, where do I start? There's too much work. And I was like, just blinders on, stop taking everyone else's quizzes, stop, you know, (laughs) thinking about what a funnel should be and what you know about it. And let's just start from scratch your business. What is it? Who are we trying to help? And how can we bring that to life? 
And I feel like that kind of made it a little bit more enjoyable, although overwhelming yeah. for you. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a total different experience, right? Yeah, definitely a totally different experience. And I think for me, being a strategist myself, I don't know if you remember the conversation, but I knew the strategy piece yeah. would be important. And so I didn't want to waste my time winging it, messy action. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to do it properly from the beginning. And so again, I downloaded a couple of freebies, listened to a couple of podcasts. I think that's how I found you. I can't remember. Because there's not many people who do quizzes, which I think is fabulous. Mm, so it's quite niche. Very niche, yeah. And I thought, huh, I like Dewey. Like, I think <laughs> I, I downloaded, <laughs> yeah, I searched your name, the podcast apps. And then I think I watched your stories. I download your service guide. I love your brand vibe, your brand mm. colors. And yeah, it, you just really spoke to me. But yeah, I just knew that the strategy piece would be important. Yeah. But until the day, well, once we spoke, that overwhelm came away. Like, I really enjoyed our VIP day. It all kind of made sense. It's very much like launching a podcast. Like, every yeah. little piece ties into another little piece. And so once I was able to compare it to that and with your amazing support, then it all came together. But yes, it's not something that you can look at other people's quizzes and try and figure out yourself. There's a strategy behind it. And so if you're yeah. listening, you're thinking, oh, I've wanted to quiz, do a quiz for a while. I highly recommend that you speak with Debbie. Um, and so let us kind of go into this idea of how a quiz can be used as a lead gen st- strategy for business owners. I think the biggest point to make with quizzes is that number one, they're super fun and engaging. Like the example I gave with the magazines, when you were a kid, you always wanted to take the quiz in the magazine. When you're bored and scrolling on, you know, TikTok or Facebook, especially, and the latest BuzzFeed quiz pops up, you're more than likely going to take it because everyone wants to know what Bridgerton character they are or (laughs) insert popular TV show here, you know? It's just fun. And we love to, as like, humans learn about ourselves and this is the thing with quizzes is that they they bring you on this journey of self-discovery so it's not just a pdf or a webinar lead magnet where you were essentially bra- not bragging but like showing people how you can help them and selling something to them in the pitch at the end of your webinar quizzes totally flip it so it's mm. focused on the person so i'm not telling you about my framework or my services or my new program or anything like that. I'm allowing you, I'm asking you questions and I'm allowing you to find out about you. So that's the magic with quizzes and why they're just a better option for a lead magnet. Like I said, and you prompted this earlier, is that quizzes are like the future of the freebie, I feel like, Um, because they bring you on that journey of self-discovery. When you learn something about yourself like that, and it's something fun and engaging, chances are you're going to share that, whether it be with your friends or your biz besties or on your Instagram stories to your audience. So quizzes have that likelihood that they could go viral when they're done right. Nobody's going to share your 10 (laughs) steps to Pinterest (laughs) success freebie on their stories. Like that's for them. That's like a, an exchange, a give and a take of a resource. Whereas quizzes, they just have so much potential for like you always say brand awareness to Mm. amplify your voice because at the end of the day they're going to take your quiz 
give you their email and then you can nurture your relationship with them via email. And I know Rosemary had this. She was like, I hate writing emails. And I was like, you're a podcaster. You have a podcast. Why don't you use podcast episodes? So instead of writing a lengthy value email that's supposed to be problem aware and, you know, poke Mm. at their pain point and position you as a solution, like they expect that kind of crap when they sign up for something. Yeah. Instead, send them to one of your most recent podcast episodes. Do a private podcast specifically for quiz people. There's so many options that lean into your strengths as a business owner that I don't Mm. think people realize. And this is what turns them off funnels. They think, oh, it's going to have to be a five-part nurture series. And then that's going to, you know, link into a seven-part sales series. And they're going to be sick of me. And it's like, no, have fun with it. How can you connect with people? How can you serve them better? I'm sure you have a resource of um, PDFs or trainings or whatever that you've done for your programs and clients in the past. Give them to people just as free resources. And it's that connection piece, that fun and engagement that's going to really have them share with other people and talk about you and direct people to you. And that's the magic of lead gen that webinars and PDFs are just missing. Yeah, a hundred percent. And my audience knows that I'm really big on repurposing. Yes. And I'm also, it's taken me a while to get to this point, but I think it's all down to the the messages and the noise that we hear on social media, but I'm really at this point in my business where I'm just going to do whatever the hell I like. I love like, that. If I want to do three welcome emails I'll do three if I want to do five I'll do five I'm definitely not doing a seven part sales email sequence after that like I'm not doing that but I love how you emphasize this thing of lean into your strengths so if you don't like writing emails I know you were like Rosemary for someone who doesn't like writing emails these emails are really good and I'm like yeah whatever (laughs) but they turned out amazing (laughs) anyone that has taken Rosemary's quiz and reads her emails like that blew me away. I was like, what do you mean you're not good at copy? These are brilliant. The hours. The hours that went into those yeah, emails. Yeah, the sure. hours. <laughs> but it. as you said, it was the original idea was a private podcast. And then because I was revamping this podcast anyway, I decided to put those three sort of quiz series yes. episodes on the podcast. If you haven't listened, head on back. I think it's like four or five episodes ago. Um, but yeah, it's just about thinking outside the box and repurposing stuff that you've already got. Like I've taken a few quizzes and people have resources. Like you said, they've got resources on the results page. They've got podcast episodes on the results page. Like you can really just go with it for sure and do what feels good to you. And so something I want to talk about is the types of quizzes that you've seen work well. I know you've got three or four types of quizzes that you identify in your business. I'd love you to kind of talk through those with Mm. us. Yeah, so my quiz is quite meta. It's like, what type of quiz should you create to grow your business? And there's very few quiz people, but the ones that, you know, are active online all have a similar version of the same quiz. So I wanted mine to stand out. So I renamed them. So in my quiz, there's four results. You can either create a superpower quiz a saboteur quiz, a score quiz, or a solution quiz. And I'll go into them a little bit more, but in terms of the most popular ones, the ones that you'll see like the Jenna Cutters of the world and Amy Porterfields and people use, 
they are this superpower style quiz, which is essentially a personality quiz. So you'll see it called, you know, what's your ex personality, like Rosemary's podcast personality one. Um, you'll see, you know, what's your brand archetype? What type of marketer are you? What style of, you know, what's your like fashion style or whatever? Those type of quizzes are typical personality quizzes. They're basically telling you something about yourself and like love bombing on you to really step into that particular personality, archetype, style, whatever, and own that and empower you to be a better version. And that's where you give them resources to help with that, etc. So in terms of virality and like lead generation, that is one of the most popular ones. The flip version of that then would be like the saboteur one. It's still essentially a personality style where the results will be like a specific profile. But instead of it being, you know, a love bomb, superpower, look at me, I'm amazing thing. It's more, this is what's getting in your way. This is the obstacle. This is the block. Um, And then again, you provide the resources of the podcast or whatever to help them overcome that. So those would be two of the more popular ones. The score quiz isn't as popular, but, you know, it would be a great one to use with like current clients. If you have an essential model of, you know, different products, you could have them at the end of your group program, take this like score quiz to see, you know, what their next step is would be a good way for that. Um, Because I know, especially with Rosemary, she's like myself, she works with quite like established coaches that yeah. have their messaging and offers down that have a built out product suite. So that would be a great one to like guide their next steps or maybe find out, you know, what level of knowledge they're at to see how you can help them at their next level. And then the solution one would be more so for product-based businesses or again, coming back to resources. If you're like a designer or a copywriter and you have all these like swipe files or, you know, trainings or resources and templates, you could use like the solution quiz for people to take to see which one of those templates or swipe files or resources would be best for them to purchase. Ah. Um, So they're all, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? They're all beneficial in like their yeah. own way, but the most likely ones to go viral and help with your lead gem would be like the personality style ones, the superpower ones. Yeah, I think I've seen three out of the four. The score one, I don't think I've seen. Yeah, it's but more as internal. Described, that's more internal. Um, but yeah, Elizabeth McCravey, whose website template I bought, she has a quiz yes. like that. Like, what's the template for you? So yeah, so there's something for everyone. What are some of the common mistakes or pitfalls that you've seen, whether it's getting started or during the process of creating the quiz? One of the things that I always say, because your audience and like ourselves, when you think of quiz, you probably automatically think of the BuzzFeed style quizzes, right? Mm. Which are clickbaity. That's what they are. That's how they drive traffic essentially to the website. That's their sole purpose. That's not what we want for our business. Yes, we want brand awareness and like lead generation, but the purpose of our quizzes is conversions. So the one-liner that I always say is that we want less clickbait and more conversions. And this is like the biggest mistake people make is that they have like a really fun idea for a quiz that has the potential to be shared, to go viral, but it has absolutely zero correlation to their business or their main offer Mm. that they're trying to sell with the quiz. 
And this is why, like we spoke about um, our dream clients earlier, like the messaging piece is so beyond important as well as the strategy. So a misconception is that you want to create a quiz. Great. You're just going to throw it together and get it out there. And Rosemary can attest to this having done my VIP day. Like there's so much that goes in in terms of the research and the strategy. Like it's mind blowing. Like you really need to get into the head of your audience, like their problems, their desires, the transformation they want, how you can help them to get there. So the messaging is huge. And that's something that people just really skip over and just try to get something fun and like clickbaity out there. Um, The other thing is getting the title wrong. So it's like you hear all the social media gurus saying is that when you're creating your content, you need that really strong hook, right? Mm. It's the same with the quiz. When people are like deep in a scroll, you need to grab their attention, like pique their curiosity and make them want to take the quiz in the first place. So that's a huge thing. And then the other is having a relevant and aligned offer. So you don't want to have a quiz on like what's your podcast personality, for example, like Rosemary's, and then be selling them an offer that helps them create quizzes. Like it's, there's (laughs) no correlation there whatsoever. (laughs) So you need it to be like a funnel. Again, people are terrified of the terminology. It's essentially the journey that you take somebody through from being a stranger that knows nothing about you and your business to somebody that really wants you to help them with your problem. Um, and you need that messaging and offer to guide them to that point. And they're not going to convert and buy something from you if it's not going to help them. So again, that's the other thing. And a call to action, I would say, is the final thing. You need to tell people what to do next. If that's DM you on Instagram, it's DM you on Instagram. If it's listen to this, you know, special podcast episode I've created for you, send them to the podcast episode. Like think about what you want them to do next and tell them. So it sounds simple, but they're things that are really overlooked and probably the biggest mistakes people make. Yeah. And I think the messaging piece is my biggest takeaway, to be honest. And thinking back, now was the time to create my quiz and not a year ago, not 18 months ago, because during that time, I have been on a journey to work on my messaging. And so if I'd launched a quiz back then, yeah, it wouldn't. Even if I'd accomplish, you know, getting it out into the world, it wouldn't be what we've created today. Mm. I don't know where I would be with it. I'd probably be like, oh, quizzes don't work because my message, because that's what people do, right? <laughs> They'd be trying all these different marketing strategies. And then when it doesn't work, we blame the platform. And actually, it's usually because we haven't followed the strategy or we haven't implemented certain things. And I think the messaging is spot on. Like you were asking me questions and I was like, I need a minute to think. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, what? But that's how I, that's how I work best. Like when it comes, I don't like writing as we talked about, but if someone asks me questions and they can take the notes and just let me riff and just talk, and then you're able to bring together some sort of cohesion from my ramblings, which you were really good at doing. Mm. And it's all, yeah, it's all come together. So I think that messaging piece is really, really important. It really is. And it's like that you were, you thought that you were rambling and going off on a tangent and you were like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, keep going. And I'm just, and I'm pulling like the important parts out of it 
And I think that's the beauty of like the VIP days. And you do this with your podcast one as well, is just having that person to bounce ideas off of. And I don't like, you know, strategists that have you like sit on a call with you and they're like, okay, tell me this. And Mm. they don't prompt you or they don't say, okay, I like this, but not where the direction we're going. Like, let's try bring that this way. And that's kind of, again, leaning into people's strengths. Um, And it's just, it's so important with a quiz because there's so many moving pieces. And yes, there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. It can be an expensive investment. This is like my post during the Mm -hmm. week in terms of having to purchase a subscription to a quiz platform like Interact. If you don't have the correct tech stack, then you might need a paid like Zapier, Zapier plan, however you want to say it, um, to connect your things. And if you're not ready to make those investments, your quiz isn't going to work the way you want. So what I would say is put in the work and the investment of your time, your energy and your money at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and then it will become a long-term lead gen strategy. Like I always say, quizzes can be like the best performing employee in your business. Yeah. If you set them up correctly at the start, like if you make like a balls of it in the the beginning, it's not going to perform the way you want it to over time. Very, very true. Now I want to shift gears a little bit and let's talk about what comes after. Because I know working with you, you gave me some ideas around the data, like how you can use the data. As you already mentioned, a quiz, you can give them a quick win but also like the feedback you gave me, like, like Debbie goes deep, deep. <laughs> and that's what I like. That's the point that I wanted to make about what you just said, actually. The strategy piece, I certainly felt this way with you, but when I do my strategy calls with my clients, we need to go deep. It's not service le- surface level. No. And so in my strategy calls, I'm always asking them questions and you can almost see the wheels turning <laughs> in their heads. But you need that person, like I needed you, because I'm so close to it, because I do it every day. I needed you to ask me those questions to pull that information out of me. And so that's where I think with quizzes and podcasting, it's helpful to work with someone because they're not closely affiliated with your business. They're the outsider, and this is what they do. So that's mm-hmm. that was a, a big takeaway from what you just said. But yeah. No, it's it's the same for sure. Because like, even with yours, we all have our messaging and like the one liners for our business that we're comfortable with and probably regurgitate everywhere. So like in my strategy session for my podcast that Rosemary helped me with, she'd ask me a question, I'd give her the one liner answer. And she's like, okay. And like, as a result of that, then X, Y, Z. And I was like, what? (laughs) And she's (laughs) like, like, let's go deeper here. And yes, you can see the wheels turning, but I even said to her, like, I'm staring out my window because I'm just, I just go silent staring out the window. And she's like, are you there? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, sorry. I'm just thinking. But that's the beauty and like the strengths of strategists. Like we're not just surface level. We're not just like other people that like sell you the dream. Like we're really Mm. getting into the nitty gritty because if we do our jobs correctly, the output at the end will be a long-term strategy for you. And that's what we all want. Yeah, no, 100%. So let's kind of talk about the data that you can get as a business owner Mm -hmm. from your quiz, because that was a bit that I had never really thought about. So one of the things I think that you found really interesting was that like when you're creating a quiz, 
not every single question has to directly correlate with one of the results that you're trying to give. Yes, they are the most important questions in your quiz, but you also want it to be fun and engaging for the quiz taker. So I was telling Rosemary to just sprinkle in some fun, like scenario style questions that people might not expect. Um, And with your quiz, one of the ones I love is like the podcast mic. (laughs) Because I had been... That was a genius idea. (laughs) It was. I had been freaking out about I wanted to buy a Yeti mic. And she was like, you don't need a Yeti mic. Like you're not like Marie Forleo, like calm down. And I was like, okay, well, what type of mic do I need? And from that, like banter and conversation we came up with that fun question of like which podcast might best describes your personality like nobody would expect that to be in the quiz but it's fun and engaging it has no correlation to what result you get in rosemary's quiz but it's just there for fun (laughs) and the other thing and i think this is what you found was really interesting is that you can ask questions that are market research style questions Mm. so we are of the opinion and the people that are trying to like work less and earn more and get the hell off Instagram. Like we want our podcast mm-hmm. and our emails or whatever to do the work for us to be the main piece of content that we can then repurpose. So we can, as I always say, leave, live our lives away from our laptops then. And market research w- questions will allow you to do that because you can gather information about, you know, what's important to people or what they're struggling with specifically or what type of help or resources that need in the future, whatever type of market research questions you would like to ask, you can include. And that will save you then from having to go to all the Facebook groups and be like, I'm doing market research and, you know, and in return for a $25 Amazon gift card or Starbucks <laughs> gift card, like who wants to set up a call? And before you know it, you have two weeks worth of calls and market research calls yeah. or nobody bites and you have no market research calls. Yeah, there's always one all of the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> it is. Or, you know, being on your Instagram stories, putting up like engagement polls and questions that nobody replies to. So this is like an alternative to actually getting that market research data mm. from just casual quiz questions. Um, And then from there, and the beauty of quizzes is that you can segment your audience. And this is what Rosemary was referring That's to. The word, so segment. <laughs> every quiz will have a result. So with Rosemary's, there's like three podcast personalities. They're the results. And each one of those will have their own email sequence. So the person that has the disruptor podcast personality is getting different emails being directed to maybe different podcasts. Or if you have resources you're giving them, can be getting different resources, maybe pitched a different offer to somebody that has the authority podcast personality. Mm. So that's the beauty with the quizzes is that your quiz result top level can let you segment them, but you can also tag them further. So if you were to ask a market research question, like, um, you know, what's your goal for the next 12 months? And the replies were launch a group program, sell my program passively, create a podcast, whatever. You can tag the answers for maybe passive income, group program, podcast, And on top of the result that you've tagged them with, you can also tag them, okay, Debbie got the disruptor podcast personality type and she wants to uh, focus on passive income next year. Well, I have a group program coming up that teaches people how to create courses and sell them passively. I'm going to send her that pitch email. The person that might got the disruptor but been interested in launching a podcast they're not getting the same emails Debbie's getting because it wasn't the same priority for her. Mm. So you can go so deep 
so granular. And this is why quizzes really make your audience more than messaging, more than anything else, make the quiz taker feel seen, feel heard, feel understood. So that when it comes to the point where they're ready to find a solution to whatever they've been struggling with, you're automatically the person that they're going to seek out and give their credit card to. I love it. I'm their number one hype woman because they're just so powerful. (laughs) Yeah. And I hope our listeners are really hearing that because there's nothing else where you're not even with a podcast. Are you able to really segment people in that way? I mean, I've not gone that deep because I was on a timeline. (laughs) I was trying to do this in like three to four weeks, but it's definitely something like Debbie and I talked about in like three to six months time, maybe looking to see, looking at the data, looking to see if anything needs to be tweaked, etc. And so I will go deeper then. But yeah, you can just have, I think you recommend no more than 10 questions. Is that right? Yeah, like seven to 10 is kind of the sweet spot because it'll take that person 90 seconds to take that quiz and get their result. Whereas if you're going deep into 15, 20 questions, like that's reading a bit like a market research survey, which we don't want. We want it to be fun, snappy. It's a micro commitment, which what is what we want and what makes it stronger. Like nobody has 90 minutes to two hours to sit down for a webinar anymore. So like a Mm -hmm. quick 90 second micro commitment is much more powerful than like a webinar or masterclass. Yeah. So seven to 10 questions and then what, four to six results pages or four max? Or does it depend on? It depends on the person and their business. So like with brand, like brand designers and strategists, like I've seen people do like eight to 12 because like they go deep into the brand archetypes, right? Wow. And and some people bring like the astrology and stuff into it. So there could be a lot of them. I think like four to five results, like between three to five mm. is like solid. It's not too overwhelming if you're creating it personally or you have to work with a strategist to like obviously go into the strategy and the messaging because that's a, it's a heavy session. I feel like the amount of information we go into So keeping it as streamlined as possible would be my advice. Mm. But three to five would be like this sweet spot. Yeah, I went to bed after a session. I was like, I've got to walk the dog. (laughs) I need to take a nap because it's a lot. You're you're thinking like we talked about, Debbie was asking me questions and the the gears were working. And it was, we took like a five minute, 10 minute break. Um, But four and a half hours really of just... But I left the session and I was literally, like I said, able to plug and play. And it was just really, really simple. I think you knocked it out in a week after, like a week or 10 days you gave I yourself think it, to I think build it was, the yeah, quiz. Yeah, I think it was, I think I definitely underestimated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> As we all do, right? Oh, this is only going to take a week or whatever. I didn't quite appreciate all the different pieces like the pieces within the pieces within the pieces. So it's like, yeah, for sure. It's like the strategy session and then it was interact and then it was setting up interact. And then it was ConvertKit. the email provider choosing like, do I go with Flodis? Do I go with ConvertKit? And then, okay, I'm going to go with ConvertKit because that seems like a more solid email provider. And you'd already kind of given me, like you just give me like the tags and everything and then transferring that over. And then, oh my God, I've got to write emails. <laughs> like it's a whole thing and so that's why I haven't gone granular granular like I remember we talked about for each result I've got three I could do different podcast episodes and I was like 
No. <laughs> Not right now. Maybe in the future. I'll do it. Yeah. Because, no, I just need to get this done. The podcast relaunches in, like, April, May. No. <laughs> but I can see the power of it. And like, if you've got a team where you can just pull it together and someone else implements mm. it, or you hire Debbie to do the whole thing for you, then I can see... I can see how that would work, but it was a little old me <laughs> over here. It is, it is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. But like you said, long-term strategy, long-term growth, you will start to see those results if you put the work in at the very beginning, which takes me to my final question before we wrap. And that's around what are some of the good, effective strategies that we as business owners can use to integrate quizzes into our overall marketing funnel sales funnel marketing funnel it's going to be slow growth and it's going to be a long-term strategy but within that like posting about it on social media until people are sick in the teeth of hearing about it is one thing using it as your you know your freebie your opt-in that's what it is so like with Rosemary's uh, podcast, like in her description, in her show notes, she will now have to take the quiz to find out, you know, what your personality type is. And she had even said to me the, the other day, like, I think I need to have every potential client take this quiz before we can dive into their VIP day. So there it's um, been included within like your process and your onboarding and your strategy for your VIP day. Um, Pinterest is a great one to have. If you are somebody that has a blog, you know, creating a blog post on the topic of it, pinning that to Pinterest, then creating different pod or um, blog posts on the different results that people could get, pinning that to Pinterest. So it's a whole ecosystem of things. But one of the things that I really like when you're trying to do like organic marketing is to leverage other people's audiences. So here I am today being interviewed by Rosemary. We're both clients of each other's like within the show notes. I'm sure she'll direct you to my Instagram account and I'll have my quiz link there that if any of you are interested yeah. in taking a quiz, you can take my quiz. So like that's leveraging other people's audiences. If you do like a guest training or speak in somebody's mastermind or do an Instagram live with somebody bring your quiz as here's where you find me on whatever social media. Oh, and here's a fun quiz that you can take to introduce you to my world or whatever. Um, so that piece and also in-person marketing like is amazing. I mm. recently went to a one day like brand and marketing event in London. I went with no expectations because it was the day of my birthday. I just wanted to be out and about in a different country having fun. Yeah. In case you can't tell, I'm from Ireland. I'm not in the UK. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to get on a plane, go have a fun day out. My biz besties were hosting the event, so I had no expectations. The amount of questions from the other people in that group and interest that I got in quizzes, my services, mm -hmm. what I do, people wanting to like, like hop on a call next week and discuss, like, I'd love to start thinking about this. So in-person events like you were unexpected but use your quiz there as well and they're all things that slowly but surely will build up over time before you start thinking about paid advertising right would you still say like hold off paid ads for now and just focus on these other more organic ways of driving traffic to your quiz Depending on the person, for you and I, where we are at in our businesses now, yes, the organic, the slow growth, the putting in the work, boots on the ground type thing is more beneficial for us. 
if you are yeah. somebody that's earning multi six figures, seven figures a year that has proven offers and testimonials and all the things, chances are you can afford a few hundred euro a month on, you know, paid ads. And it does give you, because of like, if you're familiar with ads at all, you go into Facebook and you create these custom audiences, right? So you pick certain ones of your competitors or people in the industry that you're trying to target, and then you target them and their audiences who could be in the hundreds, thousands, Mm. millions, people that may have um, interacted with your social media in the past 90 days or landed on your website or clicked a link. You can retarget those people. So, you know, you could have a thousand Instagram followers and be trying to like target to them as well as, you know, a couple hundred people on Pinterest. Whereas with like a Facebook Mm -hmm. ad, you could be talking hundreds, thousands and like in the millions because you could have their um, demographics as UK, US, Australia, like Asia. Yeah. And you're just going worldwide. So yes, that will be quicker. It will help you to get in front of more people worldwide, but not everyone's there yet. And it is an investment. Like you said, you know, you would have had to sign up to ConvertKit and interact. So you already have this new subscription. You don't need a couple hundred euro or pound or whatever on ads coming out out on top of that. So it all depends on the person and the strategy that we're going for, you know? That's good to know, because I think I maybe incorrectly took away that for a quiz you might not need to spend quite as much because it's a quiz and as we discussed the quiz is engaging yeah, people yeah. to learn about themselves as opposed to selling I don't know a masterclass which is an investment That's it. yeah so with with quizzes like there's a lot of benefits of them obviously for your business one of them is low ad cost so the cost per yes, lead that you would pay <laughs> to get an ad to take or to get <laughs> to get a new lead to take your quiz. In recent years, because people don't have that 90 minute, two hours to commit to a masterclass anymore, it was getting quite high to actually cost per lead to get somebody to sign up for your webinar. And it was going from anywhere from three to $8, I believe it was, um, was kind of the average. It depends obviously and it fluctuates, but like that's huge. A freebie could be like a PDF freebie could be less, maybe between one to $3, but you'll see with quizzes when they're done right, they could be less than 50 cent. You know, I've seen okay. big quiz people share the results and it's like, oh, my cost per lead was like 33% or 58% or, you know, 113 or something. So it's it's less than $2 for sure, simply because it's a micro commitment. It's fun. People want to learn about themselves in comparison to signing up for a webinar, having to wait three weeks probably to actually have the live date be busy on the day, not show up live, and then not have 90 minutes to sit down and watch a replay. So it's a Mm. lot more cost effective when it comes to running ads. Okay, that's good to know. All right, well, I think we could talk for another (laughs) hour or two. Like, I'm already like, how do you optimize your quiz funnel? So that might be part (laughs) two (laughs) in the future. But before we wrap up, is there anything that we haven't covered that you think I must let our audience know? No, I think that's everything. Quizzes are amazing. Future of the freebie. Don't be afraid of funnels. Do them. And if you have any questions, just pop me a DM on Instagram. I live there and we can always chat it out. Perfect. Well, I'll make sure to include the link to your Instagram and to your quiz in our show notes so that people don't need to look for it. Um, And thank you. Thank you so much, Debbie. It has been an absolute pleasure working with you, number one. 
But also number two, thank you for being a guest and sharing your expertise. And I hope that our listeners, if you've been on the fence or maybe it's been in the back of your mind, I hope after this conversation, it's now come to the forefront of your mind and you can see the power of quizzes and paired with your podcast, you could really do some serious, I want to say damage, but that sounds a little bit magic. It's just (laughs) magic. Magic. Yes. It's just magic. Pair the two together and you have got a powerhouse magical unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I like the While you're before. on the beach sipping mimosas and your quiz and your podcast yeah. and doing the thing in the background, like go live your life. <laughs> exactly. We need more of that. And Debbie and I, that's something that maybe we need to do a podcast episode. Like we are both live your life away from the laptop, sure. live your life away from social media and use strategies that will grow your business that do not require you to be on 24 seven. So a quiz will definitely help you do that. And the sooner you get started, like your podcast, <laughs> the sooner you can see results and, you know, kick things off. So thank you so much. Thank Debbie. you for having me. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast to amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.